Welcome, guys, to another episode of the My Mindset podcast where we dig, dig into the lives and stories of successful people, and we're doing exactly that today. Today, we have an amazing guest, somebody I've been waiting to get on for a very long time, um, and a family member also, but an icon in his industry and a very, very important figure. Um, my uncle, but you will know him as David Smart. Welcome to... The podcast is finally good to have you here. Thank you very much, yes. Tim. It's, it's been a, it's been it's a been minute. A, it's been, been a minute. Um, but yeah, yeah. Glad to be here. Glad that we're finally getting this thing together. And yeah. I'm excited about sharing some of my experiences. Yeah, um, yeah. The journey's been long, um, but there's a lot. There's a lot. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm just ha- excited about sharing I'm, that. Listen, I'm ready for you to pour out the yeah. wisdom oh, man. for everyone to hear because, um, yeah, it's, it's important that people hear your story and, and what you do. Um, and you know, you know, speaking mm. of what you do, who is David Smart? Okay, well, for for the audience, yes, David Smart, also known professionally as Deuce mm. or Doctor Deuce, um, as a producer, mm. uh, music producer that is, um, songwriter, and um, so essentially, what I am, um, how I describe myself best is, um, I'm a, a musician, a music producer, an mm. educator. Mm-hmm. And I, I also do mentoring, okay. so uh, a mentor. But we'll get more into that, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely, definitely. So I know that personally um, you've been an impact, um, you know, for your music, for your mentoring for me in my life. Um, but if you'd like, you know, just for bringing it back, where yeah, yeah. did that start? Where did that take place? Oh, wow. Well, well, What's the story? Where did you come from? What was that childhood yeah. uh, story? Man, well, from... The origin, the origins, yeah. of course, are from the Caribbean. Although I was okay. born here, um, um, my parents were—they uh, came here in the '60s, mm-hmm. um, but they were always of the mindset to come, um, make enough money, and get mm-hmm. back and set up, which is what they did. Mm-hmm. So, um, in the early '70s, um, they decided to sell up and head back. And mm-hmm. for me. And for my siblings, um, it mm. was a, a major upheaval because, you know, we were just tiny, small kids. Mm. But in a way, it was a blessing because um, I grew up in the Caribbean. My my younger years were in the Caribbean and I learned a lot of life lessons and I learned about valuing things mm. based on the principles from out there. Mm. And um, then later on, I came back to live in the UK we all came back mm. to continue our education and so on. Yeah. And so I've had the best of both worlds. Um, born, being born here, so that passport, man, that, yeah, that yeah. British passport, <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah, trust yeah. me. That's, 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 so yeah, special. That, that's the one, you know. But yeah. then I've, I had the, the experience of growing up outdoors, you know, in, mm. in, in nature mm. and learning the value of hard work mm. and discipline. Um, and then when we came back here, continuing, getting the benefit of the uh, great... British education system. Yeah, you know that. You know that's up for debate. But you know, I believe I took advantage. To, not not for granted. Mm. I took advantage of what was available for us for free right mm. here in the UK. Mm. Whereas elsewhere in the Caribbean, to achieve what I've achieved here, it would have cost an arm and a leg. Yeah, of you course. Because yeah. um, it's you know just different systems. So. Um, so those are the that's the, that's the origin story about yeah, origin who I am story. and kind of how um, mm-hmm. you know I 
where it started and and the progress. And yeah. and so, what do if like obviously we quickly jump and say mm. who, what do people know you for? Because obviously a lot of people are gonna know who you are. Yes. Um, but for the people who don't. Yes. What do they know you for? Well, right now I think um, I'm probably best known as an educator mm. in music and a mentor. Mm. Okay? okay, I'm still active in terms of um, making music and producing music. That's that's always going to be with me, and that's my passion. Yeah. I believe I've been blessed with um, a skill in that area, but I use that as a tool to teach others and pass on a bit of knowledge mm. and also help some guys, which we're going to get to, um, yeah. individuals, out of some difficult situations, and that will be like a vehicle to success in their in their own sort of yeah. daily lives, you okay. know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're basically well, you're to summarize mm. what your what you do <laughs> is you're very very passionate and and a very very committed person because especially with the work that you do, it requires yeah. those yes. characteristics which I, I know that you absolutely um, hold. And so I mean, jumping back into you know where you brought up, how mm. did being brought up in the Caribbean islands, um, and I know you've got some stories back there plenty, as well. How did that impact your or influence your character? I mean, you've, you've lived the two different lifestyles yeah, yeah. and you've seen the two different lifestyles, obviously, from um, your dad. Yes, um, yes. And, yeah, so talk to me a bit about so, that. So, I mean, uh, growing up in the Caribbean, you know, coming from here, first of all, as I was, I was six years old okay. when we, we moved back out there. And one of the most lasting impressions that I remember um, is when we when we got to the village because we were living in Hackney in in London you know I mean Hackney you know <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. it wasn't necessarily the the, 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 the best uh, borough or, or town in the UK but it wasn't St Vincent <laughs> in the yeah. early 70s Very you know yeah. and when we pulled up I remember pulling up in the car um, and coming out of the vehicle at my uncle's place, mm. and I was thinking, why, why, why is it all dirt on the <laughs> ground? <laughs> well, first thing is like, why is it? Why is it all dirt? Why is it? Why is there no pave paving? Yeah. You know, like because here you come out of your house, you're walking on paving stones. You're talking about back in Saint Vincent. This is in Saint okay, Vincent. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. we 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 because you know, as a kid, you're, you're sleeping for most of the journey. Yeah. And the other thing is as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. This. <laughs> Man, the story is long, you know, but... No, no, get into it, get into We travelled, we went to the Caribbean. Mm. We left here, we took the scenic route from here mm. to the Caribbean okay. on a boat. Okay, oh, right. So, <laughs> yeah, ship, yeah, yeah, bro, so you, you ship. went through it. We went through it, man, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, we yeah, were... Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, wow. I think we went by ship, not because wow. we wanted to... We wanted the long, like, three weeks at sea. <laughs> no, for real? No, 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 no. We couldn't afford to fly. <laughs> We couldn't wow. afford to fly, man. Come on, man. We're a family of seven, right? Wow. We're a family of seven. My dad, my parents have sold the house and everything, so they've got a little cash, and that's the investment for um, what they're going to do when they go back out there. Mm. And um, no, the choice was three weeks at sea wow. or spend all your money on air ticket, yeah? So, yeah, it wasn't for the scenic. It wasn't for, like, the... Oh, yeah, no. It was, oh, wow, yeah. So we're on a boat for, for three weeks, and you were kids, man, and... You're out there and there are moments where you go up on deck and you look around and all you're seeing is water mm. and you can't quite understand what's happening. Mm. And then you go down and when you go to those choppy waters, you know, it's a big ocean liner that you're on. Mm. Um, and when the sea becomes violent and whatnot, 
you know, you're getting tossed around, you're feeling sick, you don't understand why. Mm. And we're in, and of course, we're not, <laughs> we're not in like the luxury. <laughs> Oh yeah, not the, the luxury. We're not the luxury cabins, yeah. Oh my! It's the days. ones with the little hole. You know, there's a little little wow. porthole. And you remember this from six? From six years old, man. And we're all in the same cabin. So there's seven of us, yeah. All in the same cabin, yeah. Um. So, so yeah. My brother Carlos, yeah, yeah. Carlos was had come up from the Caribbean by that time. Yeah. So the seven of us, man. Mum and dad. I've got two older brothers. Mm. Myself, um, your dad. Yeah. And then, uh, and then my sister. And we're all in there, and man, it was it was it wasn't the most pleasant. Wow. Um, there's other things I, I can remember about like flying fish flying on out oh, of the yeah. sea onto the deck into the swimming pool because you go when you go up on deck, you know, yeah. uh, swimming pool and whatnot. And the other thing as well, again, and this is this is just real truths, yeah, you yeah, know, for sure. Um, we were probably. <clears throat> uh, not that I can remember because I was very young, mm. but I I. I <clears throat> Don't believe there were many black families mm. on that boat, okay? Mm. So, or that ship, I should say. So, it was at a time when racial integration wasn't, you know, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't yeah, as great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, there was a feeling of being slightly ostracized as well. Mm. So, you go out on deck and you didn't go up feel like you and, and you didn't feel like you belong. Yeah. You know? So, those are just little kind of flashes from, from that. Wow. And that's just on the journey there. And, and is that a journey to... The UK to from St Vincent no, or to St Vincent from from the UK to St Vincent, to Saint Vincent. Yeah. yeah yeah. So okay. of course there was a couple stops along the way. So yeah. we stopped at different um, countries. Yeah. Like Jamaica, I remember Three there being a weeks. stop there. Three weeks, man. Three weeks at sea. Wow. Um, I don't, we did. I think we stepped off of the boat. I think once we came off the boat mm. once. Yeah. Um, but it's not like a. Uh, it's, it's not a cruise, guys. It wasn't yeah, a cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah? No, 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 no. Because I'm thinking about like a yeah, 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 cruise ship. No, like, no, no, no. Kind of vibe. No, 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 no. We were not on a cruise. <laughs> <It's mad. laughs> this is yeah. this is purely. We needed to get from a the to UK B. to the to St Vincent, yeah. And the only way we could do it was by ship. And uh, yeah, that's right. We came off. <laughs> we we came off the ship in Trinidad. That's correct. Mm. And then we we got on a small plane. Oh, okay. Uh, because the big. Um, St. Vincent wouldn't take the big ship yeah, at the yeah, time, yeah. you know. So we came off there, and we we could afford to get on a plane okay. across, you know, a little. And so uh, now, and so now, when you come off the, off the the ship and stuff, and yeah. now you're here, you're what's going through your head, and and what is what is actually happening? What's your do you do you remember what like was going on in terms of the family, the situation? Right. Well, it was. It, I, th- I suppose as children, and um, as children, you try and make everything an adventure. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, we thankfully you know I give thanks for the fact that my parents were together and mm. they did things together um, and they always did things in the best interest of the family mm. um, so in a way we didn't as uh, uh, myself and my siblings we didn't really necessarily worry too much mm. because as far as we could concerned our parents had it everything's in hand yeah, 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 I mean yeah. this is not um, the most comfortable ride but if this is the only ride you've done, you've never been on a plane, yeah, so you don't yeah. know whether or not it's, it's going to be better on a plane yeah, or not. You know what I mean? True. So we we arrive, um, we arrive in in Trinidad, then we get the plane across to Saint Vincent, and then boom, we have to travel to where we're going to live. Okay. So again, you have you're thinking, okay, well, we always lived in a big, a nice house. We had a nice, big, um, I think it's a four bedroom house in mm. in Hackney, which is okay. really good at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Um, so then, <laughs> then here it comes. So, so here it comes. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. 
So we pull up in this village area, and I, I'm sure I'd seen pictures of this on TV, like mm. maybe when they've shown films in Africa, you know, oh, programs wow. in Africa and stuff like that. Because now all of a sudden you see all these black people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, 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 yeah. as a child growing up in in the UK in the seventies, your only real exposure mm. is to uh, you're you're living in a in a white country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you might have interactions with black people, maybe at church, because yeah, yeah as you know, you know, yeah, I, so my faith culture, is you know yeah. part of my culture. Yeah. But then all of a sudden. You're in. You've landed at this place, and there's no mm. white. People. Everyone looks like everyone you. looks like me. Well, but mm. th- then again, I didn't know what I looked like as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You weren't. You weren't conscious aware. like that. Yeah, exactly. aware. Yeah, yeah. But it's all of a sudden. It's like, whoa. Where have I seen? Where's the reference now? What? Mm. The reference was ah. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna sound bad. Yeah. Tarzan films. Oh yeah, no, but well, no, but it's the condition. It's isn't the condition. It? That, that's all the, you know. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, true. Seventies wow, on yeah. TV. There was nothing about. Um, anything wow. other than black people a, a, a group of black people in mm. living in a village on TV mm. was in a movie and that was going to be Tarzan films and that's what you were thinking and that's it so all of a sudden right, right, what's going on here mm. so then of course you pull up at my uncle's place and um, that was an uncle ha- that had lived here so okay. we knew him he had gone down he okay. to settle like a year or so beforehand and it was lovely to see him but the next thing I'm thinking was hold on a minute why is no one wearing shoes Mm. Yeah, different, but it's dirt. It's and why are people work walking around in the dirt with no shoes on? Mm. Of course, you know we, I take, we, I'm taking for granted the fact that it's mad hot and everything, and it's just a mad culture shock. Mm. And I, I I do remember that after you know we got settled in our house. So uh, the house that we lived in was not far from my uncle's. It was just it was like four walls, and there was a partition. So mm. the, imagine imagine a square. Mm. Imagine a square and half of the square mm. is partitioned off. So that's the main area. Yeah. Like the living room and dining room. Yeah. And the other partition going that way. So it's it's a half yeah. and then two quarters. Okay. So so yeah? Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, three rooms. You. Okay. Yeah, okay, big, okay. Yeah? One yeah. room is a half and then two quarters. One quarter is for my parents. Yeah. The other quarter is for the other five of us. Oh kids. yeah, yeah, yeah. Deep, yeah. Huh? And that's where we live in, yeah. And my sister actually, she was she was a baby, so she was in the crib in in no, my parents' yeah, room. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. us four four boys were in mm. the other room, and it's a small 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 setup, small thing, <laughs> small thing, <laughs> Tim. I know I cried for days. Really? Cried. Yeah, because you're cried. used to the the house in London. You're used to the different culture. Now you're in here, and it's just significantly different. Oh man, that it was that mm. was a lot. I was it was a lot. I don't know about. My siblings about what how how Noel felt how mm. my, my older brothers felt, but I know how I felt, man. I mm. I, I was so sad um, for days because you 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 have this picture in your mind. Oh yeah, we're going back to the mm. Caribbean. We're going to live in the Caribbean. <laughs> Somehow you you create uh, an impression in your mm. mind as to what that might be, mm. and it wasn't that, man. It wasn't that. Um, anyway, kind of moving forward a bit. I mean, I know we're still on the early days. Yeah, there's like yeah, there's yeah, chapters yeah. to this no, thing. because you know? I want people to really see what's what you've gone through. Because yeah. this is all tailoring into who you are yes. and what's built you. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So sleeping in the, that room, being four of you in the same room, you're sharing, you know what I'm saying, four yeah. walls. That's and it. as a family, your culture, your whole life has changed. That's right. And now how has that, basically coming from there, did you have music was you holding on to that was music a thing was uh did you see the people and you felt some sort of way that you started to that started to kind of um what's to say like 
groom your character to be feel like, oh, you know what? Like, I want to help these people. I want to. Okay. I don't want to be like that. Or I want to. Do you right. know what I mean? Right. None of none. None of the above, man. None of mm. the above. All I, you know, from because I so. The time spent in the Caribbean was yeah. from age six to age twelve. Eight, okay, six yeah. to twelve. And um, in terms of the roots of the music, my dad was a musician. Yeah. And he was uh, a musician and an electrician, and those are a great combination mm. because he and he tried he 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 played a number of different instruments. Mm. You know, you name it, he 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 gave it a go. He was a typical jack of all trades. And master of none. <laughs> to be honest, he, he was yeah. a master of none. But, mm. you know, he gave it a go, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And and he exposed what was great. He exposed us to mm. different um, musical options. Instruments, options. Yeah. And he loved collecting different instruments. And one mm. of the things that gave him great pride and joy mm. in his heart was to see one of us taking, mm. or, or some of us taking an interest and actually gravitating towards music. And he mm. would spend time with us, teaching us the basics, yeah. you know, um, and that's kind of where the music started for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I started learning how to read the music, but I found very early on that I couldn't um, concentrate for long enough mm-hmm. to, to to follow the discipline. Mm-hmm. What happened with me was I could always hear the music. I could hear the direction of mm-hmm. where the music could go. And therefore, I started to excel at playing by ear. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, you know, that's if, happened, if yeah. there's ever one regret I have in my life, I don't really do regret, but if there was ever one regret I have in my life is that I didn't at some stage pursue actually learning the discipline of actually being able to read. Read music, yeah. Because I I know that would have given me a lot uh, more in my arsenal. But nevertheless, you know, I did Mm -hmm. the best with what I had. And how old was you at this time when you're you're learning your, you know... So the very mm. very early, because that would have been probably about age age six or seven, I started to learn a little bit about the... um, uh, So very early. Yeah, very early, like on the piano. Um... But then my dad realised that, well, you know, no matter how, how much you try to teach me something, I'll be looking at the looking at the book, but I'm just playing my own thing. Because you, what you remember, remember or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then he, he said, OK, I'm not going to force that. Yeah. And then he'd have me, because he used to sing as well, so he'd have mm-hmm. me doing basic chords and singing mm-hmm. while all of my friends and my brothers and sister are out playing. I'm mm-hmm. the one stuck indoors yeah. having to play. I hated it. Yeah. But when I look back, it was one of the greatest investments yeah, yeah. he ever made it yeah. in me, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, so so Fantastic. in the Caribbean, that's kind of that's kind of where the music really started for okay. me. Okay, yeah. and obviously, and is that what, is that, um, because, like, for myself, when I started with the early days in the music, mm. I didn't enjoy it. And, like, I would ask you the same, did you find a passion then or was it not until later that really you started to find... Much later. Much later, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's tend to... much, much yeah, later. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and another thing as well, just to add, is like, um, mm. um, because of the sort of religious beliefs, um, and the culture of that religion, the, the religion, um, um, at the time, and my parents always was like this. They were very, very strict on the sort of music we were allowed to listen yeah, to, of and they had the terms, um, even music that was part of our culture. They termed it ungodly music. So mm. you're only allowed to li- listen to godly music. Yeah. So our frame of what was godly music was anything that didn't have like a beat that a you beat could move to. It. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anything that sounded dead, <laughs> you understand? Yeah. Dead music. Yeah. Then that that that's that's all right. Um, or they would allow kind of country, it's mm. country sounding music. Um, so the, the old Jim Reeves, you won't know about this, but old school kind of mm. um, 
old school music that the old people used to listen to. Okay. But it, as long as it didn't make you move, then, then, it, then as long as it's boring, like boring, plain kind yeah. of straightforward kind That's of music, it. then yeah, okay. Then okay. So yeah, so, so I wasn't exposed from an early yeah. age. So later on, I had to sneak, mm. sneak into listening to music. Um, so my dad had bought me a, a little a stereo, okay. so and, and some headphones. So at night time, I used to plug in the headphones, mm. look around, <laughs> <laughs> and then try and listen to tune and see, if, explore like the calypso, a bit of With reggae the, and stuff. Wow. I didn't understand because oh. the only my only exposure to that type of ungodly music mm. was when I'm walking to the shop now yeah. and you hear the shops them or the different um, bars and all that playing yeah. that music and you're feeling in transition the journeys just to and from just not even really sitting down to get to appreciate or listen to but but what that did it created a hunger yeah it created a hunger for it I didn't understand it mm. but it created and all of a sudden there was times I was feeling but this is wrong man why am I feeling this <laughs> it's ungodly because that's but, what they're telling you isn't it that's yeah. it yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and, yeah. and, and, and that type of conditioning you know you know, is, it is a shame that mm. you know some parents um, they I wish I wish in a way things were different where they would encourage us would have encouraged us to mm. kind of absorb more of the culture mm. you know uh, part of the heritage the music is part of the heritage but Never we got yeah, there in the end. We got there in the end. Yeah, That's yeah, it. And, yeah. and speaking of the end, or rather the present day, yeah. we've made it here now. And now we've got um, Dr. Deuce, man. Oh, and the, the fact that, you know, Dr. Deuce came from sneaking in the music onto, from the stereo, coming from, you know, I hate, hate this. I don't want to be here playing this piano and doing this thing. Um, Innocent Vincent, and now you're making music um, behind. You're actually helping people to make music too. And um, talk to me about about that. Like, obviously, you're then mentoring mm. side of things um, because obviously you come into the music now. Now you're more establishing what yeah, your talent yeah. is and what you're mm -hmm, doing, mm -hmm. um, and then you're now sharing that. Right, right. So, because um, of course. Without longing this out, mm. when we came back to the, when we came back to the UK, mm. um, the focus was on education. But I definitely had a burning desire to explore mm. music. I end up in bands with with your dad, of course, yeah, and yeah, I yeah, used yeah. to play keyboards. Um, I used to, you know, again dabble with dabble with a few different instruments. But mm. um, my main, uh, what I used to hear a lot was what's happening on a keyboard and mm. what's happening on the bass guitar. Yeah. And we used to play in different bands and oftentimes I would be sort of the guy, the the, the MD. Yeah. But I I wasn't a good MD. The reason why is I, I, I got frustrated with people too quickly, right? <laughs> too quickly. Patience. My problem, mm. and, and this is what kind of helped me to understand that I'm not just going to be a musician, I'm mm. going to be a producer, mm. is that when when we were playing together, we were writing and uh, and performing. I'm hearing everything. Mm. I'm hearing what I'm not just hearing what I'm playing. I'm hearing like oh, thinking well, what this is what the guitarist should do. This is what the drummer should be doing, and they're not doing what I'm thinking, thinking they should they be should doing. Be doing yeah. And it got got me so frustrated. And then I realized later on, of course, that the technology then allowed me to be able to do it all myself. Mm. And that's when. I, that's when I was released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? That's when you was released because now released. you're not limited to what other people are capable of exactly, doing. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, so in answer to your question, which mm. is kind of what I'm, you know, what I do now in terms of helping others yeah. through the mentoring. Um, well, I need to kind of tell you how I ended up. Yeah, tell me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, 
Um, fast forward, like into the um, mid nineties, I uh, was working in London for mm. the Haringey Council. Okay. Um, doing some some crazy. What year is this, by the this way? This is yeah. I started in ninety. Um, when I started, nineteen ninety. Yeah, nineteen ninety. Okay. I okay. started there doing poll tax. So we had this thing called community charge poll tax. So the the Conservative government brought in this mad tax where everybody's mm. getting taxed yeah mm. and it was very controversial but I, I i got a job decent pay um and i got married the same year so i needed okay. to have like a steady a steady job yeah and um um so i'm, I'm working this job i worked there about six years by the time uh, that six years came up i had made a decision that this is not i cannot be doing this office thing it's not yeah, for yeah, me yeah, 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 but yeah. having said that i've got a family now i've got two children Okay. By 96, I've got two kids. I'm married, I've got two kids, and I've got a, a property. Okay, so and how old are you as well? So, so 96, so I'm 28. Okay, so I'm 28, yeah, yeah, man, I do. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm doing yeah, well, yeah. I'm doing well. Yeah, I'm making, I'm nice, making waves, it? you know. So yeah, what I've done yeah, yeah. now, and, and mm. is I, uh, an opportunity came up to take redundancy. Mm. I took a voluntary redundancy, took a little money, took the little money that, I, that they gave me, and I went and set up my first recording studio mm. with a couple of friends of mine in again in Hackney in Dalston. Big, big space. It was a mm. it was a studio that had been abandoned. The guys didn't keep up with the rent, but it was already done. Like mm. I'm talking a big space, you know. Mm. Um now we're talking at that time there was no studio people weren't really having home studios. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't it wasn't on that, yeah. you know, we weren't on that yet. Um so anyway, um I've gone there, I've set up my studio and I'm starting out in business mm. right um but you know there's a lot you're carrying a lot of you're carrying a lot of weight on mm. you because you've got your family to look after you've got commitments mm. like your mortgage my wife is not um working because she's raised you know looking after children and the and you're starting out on a new business as well mm. first how, time in business how did you do that because i know that there's a lot of people with responsibility and even working now some of you guys might be watching thinking boy you have so much responsibility on your shoulder, not only obviously to pay your bills and stuff, to take care of your family. How did you, how, what was your mentality going into, I'm going to buy this studio and still pursue what I love to do? Man, it, it was, it, it taught me a lot about myself. It taught me something about um, pursuing a dream. Hmm. Pursue, because the dream has always, had always been hmm. that I want to eventually at some stage uh, support myself and my family through music, mm. right? Um, initially, it was like as a musician to go, you know, be involved uh, as a session musician or yeah. whatever, or a band. Then it became like as a producer. Yeah. Then this opportunity came to run the studio. Um, and, I was, and like I said, the studio it was a lease. Mm. So we grabbed the lease and whatnot. But it was a, it was a, a major transition because like you said, I've got all these things to try and manage. But, <coughs> you know, in life... If you have a passion, you know, if you have a passion, mm. you can't just wait and hope for it to land in your lap. Mm. You have to pursue it in order for you to succeed. It doesn't, it doesn't, sometimes you might get lucky and mm. an opportunity might come, boom, in your lap and you know this is the one. But there's mm. other times where you have to take a risk. So that was a massive, massive risk. risk man. Massive risk. You know, I've taken all of the redundancy money, which is meant to keep me... For the rest for of the, for, for however long, yeah, and I put it into the into the business. Mm. So now all of a sudden, I need to make the business work. It has to work. It man. has to work. Yeah, and of course, it didn't work. 
Mm. I managed to, to long it out. I managed to stretch it out for about a year and a half. And then I realised, nah, this is, this is not working. I had overcommitted. Mm. Um, also, it was... What do you mean overcommitted? Sorry, just... What I do you had mean? overcommitted in that I didn't have sufficient um, reserves to allow me to... Um, to allow me to, for the business to grow. Because, mm. you know, with any business, you're not going to get a flood of people coming to your street. Is, yeah, yeah, do you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it takes time for that to, to build. So, of course, I, need to, I needed to have sufficient funds mm. uh, or reserves to make sure that my, my personal expenses, home expenses are covered, mm. as well as to make sure that the business has some chance of survival mm. over, um, I don't know, a... a a year, 18-month period. So a solid business plan. Yeah. You know, cal- making sure you have sufficient funds. Because what I did was I just jumped in mm. without a solid plan, mm. okay? And therefore, you know, the exci- you can get swept away with the excitement and the prospect of, oh, yeah, I'm doing what I- I've dreamt about. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing it. But if- without the solid plan to ensure, with a mm. solid plan, I could ensure that at least for 18 months, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I did not have that. Okay. Yeah, mm. so I was kind of just living on a dream, rather mm. than living the dream with a solid plan. Mm. Yeah, um, and yeah, after eighteen months, you know, just couldn't afford to keep the studio. And um, plus, uh, my wife decided that she wanted to pursue um, a, a change of career. Mm. Um, so that and that meant moving out of London. Okay, which again I think is another blessing that it caused us to move to another area from London out to an area called um, Bracknell in Berkshire. Mm. Beautiful countryside area mm. where she was going to be studying uh, and so on to in terms of the career change. So um, I, I moved out. We moved out of London then. Yeah. And, um, of course, now I've shut down the studio. So you ended that whole yeah. process. The whole process. And, you said, and where, where, are you, where are you at now mentally? So, so mentally, I'm like, oh, man, I need... All I need to make sure of is that I can afford to keep a roof over our heads mm. and um, and uh, just just food coming it's in. It's survival, survival. Now, isn't it? And and, and bro, I, I just whatever job mm. I did cleaning, I was a janitor. I did night work, security, mm. everything I needed to do to make sure that myself and my family could survive. Yeah. I could quite easily have said, oh, forget it, man. I'm a musician. I'm a producer. I'm just going to kick back and just wait for another opportunity. Mm. Nah. In the real world, that don't happen, mm. you know? If you've got responsibility, you uh, responsibilities, you've got, to, uh, and you care about those responsibilities, you need to do whatever it takes to make sure mm. that you, hold, you know, that's held together. Um, so whilst doing all of that, um, I started, I managed to, I also had an interest in, in IT, okay. just like your dad, yeah. And um, I managed to get uh, start to get some work, working in a college and in some schools, managing their IT networks, mm-hmm. and that then started to bring in more money yeah. and more stability, and I started to realize that hold on, you know, what's happening with the music? Uh, um, I was doing little um, recording projects in the house because by then I had a little setup mm-hmm. in the house. Um, and, you know, people come around, record and whatnot. Just keep my hand in it. But the music kept, it, it became less and less of a priority now. And absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And and I think I think it's it's really important that, especially when it comes to um, a, a, a success journey, right? Whatever that means for you. Mm. Um, 
you might have a goal, um, and the, the goal might be to pursue a, a, a career in, as a musician or in a field of music. Yeah. It, it doesn't always just fall into place, and you have to make a decision as to what sacrifices are you willing to make or not willing to make. Mm. And I definitely reached a place where there are certain things which I was not willing to sacrifice. Yeah. One of those things was the relationship I was building with my children um, by not being absent. You know, because with, mm. with, with music, music dem can demand at so, time, uh, so much time, you know. So yeah. I I'd had a time of period of reevaluation. Yeah. And I realized that, okay, I can still be involved in music, mm. but in a different way. In a different way, yeah. You know? Okay. So, and so not, you made that happen. And I made that happen by what I, what I then moved on to doing was I decided to go back to study yeah. and I decided to teach music and train people in music technology. Mm. So I was working my job mm -hmm. i was looking after my family and i was studying all at the same time and how old is because you started off at well you was at 28 when you did the studio yeah. and then now we've moved on and how many so it's about a year and a half you said two yeah. years but so 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 by the time i decided to go back to study mm. so this was 2004 so i'm about 30 I'm in my mid-30s. Okay, cool. Mid-30s, yeah? So a couple of years between then and that, since you've done the studio. That's right. Yeah, okay. Mid-30s. Um, and, man, I loved it. Mm. I absolutely loved it. I just, all of a sudden, uh, you know, I came alive again. Um, and I realised that, you know, sometimes, you know, certain things are missing. You don't realise what's missing until yeah. it, it re-enters your life, you know? Yeah. And then... Um, I, I see it, I see it. Uh, well, from what I'm yeah. hearing, that frustration yeah. when you're direct MDing now has you never really understood it. Obviously, you were able to control it yourself, but then obviously that dream had to had to be uh, adjusted. Yeah, and now you're able to control what you're teaching to, and you're telling them what you're hearing in your head. Yeah. Now you're translating that to someone else, and they're yeah, and they're, yeah. They're, they're 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 soaking it up, you know. And, yeah, that's, that's and, 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 it, and and the fulfillment you get from that, mm. you know, there, there, there's a saying, okay, those who who can't, something like those who can't, mm. they teach, mm. which you know, it, I think it's meant to be like um, a negative. Uh, it's basically I haven't saying, heard you, that one before. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm. it's, it's it's a it's an old it's a saying that basically, basically, I don't like saying. That. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll come on to that. We'll come on to that. What I think essentially what that what that is saying is that. Okay, you've been a flop at as a musician, so mm. now you're gonna go and teach. That's oh, see, that's yeah. the connotation. Okay. But I take a different spin on it. I think, okay, I choose to pursue my my talent and can continue to develop my talent in music and share it through mm. teaching, pass mm. on the knowledge. Mm. And that has been very, very successful mm. for me in seeing the development um and the life-changing experiences of uh, my students mm. and for them as well, because they have gone on to um, have success in their own lives as a consequence of the knowledge that's that been passed should, on. Yeah. And where was, you where was you teaching at the time when you oh, decided okay. when this became a whole thing and now you're... Wow, yeah, well, so, so yeah, this is, a, this is another really important part of the story. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, uh, so I finished my degree in okay. music tech. So I did a degree in in, in um, multimedia studies. So that's mm -hmm. kind of crossing all different types of media, video, uh, sound, or, mm -hmm. uh, internet, mm -hmm. and all of that. And then I did another degree in um, 
in music technology. Mm. And um, once I've got that now, um, you know, because I didn't, I didn't pursue a, um, any higher education when I left college. I just went to like A levels study. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, so, so I've got these, uh, I've got these degrees now, and it's gonna, op- it's opening up more doors to me. Mm. And I wanted to teach, so then I went and did a, a teaching qualification just to get me through the door. Um, I got that. I started looking for jobs, and mm. the, the the most ideal job popped up, and the job. In the description was to yeah. work for Kensington and Chelsea College, <sighs> prestigious name. Yeah, Kensington and Chelsea College. They've opened up a brand new recording studio, fully kitted, mm. and they need someone to teach music production and music technology um, skills. Perfect job. That that you couldn't yeah. ask for more. No. <laughs> yeah, I was. So of course I've gone and I've applied and I've gotten the interview, and. When I've gone to the interview now, I realise that, hold on a minute, why am I going, why is this, why is this bus taking me to a prison? Because oh. I didn't know, I didn't realise that Kensington and Chelsea um, was the college, but the, the provision was within a prison. Oh, really? For prisoners. Okay. Yeah, and one of the most sort of high-profile prisons in the UK. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. so I'm thinking, whoa, this, this, is this going to work? Or do I want the job that enough? Anyway, I went through, I, I was offered the job, I took the job, and um, I was, all the things started off quite rocky there. Uh, I had never intended in my whole life, never, ever, ever, yeah. I, did I want to be around prisoners. Never. never. And never. was that the first? And on the first day, you said the, the bus is taking you to the prison. Yeah. Was you aware? Or you? So when you turn up there, what happens? So I was shocked because, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, why am I here? He said, yeah. Why? And then I have to check. You know, I check in and everything. Yeah, this is the right place. You know, but of course, the dream. They sold me a dream. I went in, and the dream came true. By the way, mm. so don't 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 get me wrong. Mm. But. Um, I I was I would never had I known mm. this was going to be in you a prison would I would never have gone for it yeah. and sometimes the lack of knowledge can produce yeah. a benefit in the end you know what I mean yeah, which, it's true. which it's true. happened um, for me so 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 it was Felton Prison Young Offenders uh, Prison in in London and um, I was able to uh, get in there and work mm. with um, the, these guys and create a music program. I then, within a very sh- short period of time, I then took over the whole of the music department. So there's f- oh, wow. four, four different areas. Yeah. Um, I became like the course director for, or, because I've just gone in as a mm. tutor and, uh, you know, had X amount of staff make, make, making sure that uh, the students um, acquire, um, achieve certain levels of qualifications and so on. And I think for me, uh, you know, when I look back across my whole life, that was where the growth really Happened. started, you know? Um, you know, sometimes in life, you, th- you the thing that you kind of abhor, mm. you have no intention, you actually look at certain situations saying, no, I don't want any part of that. I don't, I, there's no, I wanted nothing to do with people in prison. Criminals, mm. are you mad? Why would I want to be around prisoners and criminals? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that was my prejudice until I believe God mm. put me in there to say, well, no, nah, you you need to change your mindset about this situation, you know? Yeah. And since then, my mindset changed. I allowed my mindset to yeah. change. I chose to have a change in mindset. Yeah. And 
I, things have just gone from strength to strength. And wow. it's now, it, it's provided me since 20, uh, 2008, it has been my bread and butter. Wow. That's where part of my, because my part of my success story mm. kind of began there. You know, began in life, there, yeah. there, there, are different, there are different stages of success, yeah. you know, but certainly for me, that's where the, probably one of the most fundamental parts of the success born, story was yeah. born. And know? so your worst nightmare became a part of your dream, which is totally. crazy. Crazy. I, honestly, yeah. I mean, without, I'm not lying. I There was a period in my life prior to all of this was that I, I actually had a problem because being a, a, a spiritual person, I read yeah. the Bible and everything. And there's a part in the Bible which says, you know, um, in, Reve- in the book of Revelation where it says, um, God says, when I was sick, you didn't look after me when I was hungry. You didn't feed me. When I was in prison, mm. you never looked after me. Mm. So this is before I've gone and worked in a prison. Mm. So I'm looking at this text now and I'm thinking, well, yeah, I'll, look to, I'll you know, help out people when they're sick. Mm. I get my little checklist, mm, yeah? Mm, mm. I, I help out people when they're hungry, you know? But prisoners, how am I going to get around this one? Because I want nothing to do yeah, with prisoners, yeah, yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? You don't want to be a I don't so, want to be involved, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. But now I believe God said, no, 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 no. Yeah, okay, cool. You want a solution to that? Mm. There you go, boom. Mm. Place you in a real life. Right in, right in there. Right in. And, and it's been a transforming um, part of my whole being. Yeah, and know? there's so many people that I already know speak... Um, speak your name, speak of your okay, name thanks. highly because of what you've helped people to do, and um, and it also comes from your experience, from your studying of music, from your your passion to want to do that music, um, which eventually became Doctor Deuce. We'll get yeah. into in a minute, um, but coming into that prison now. You're teaching people. What are some of the stories that you hear? Because I feel like obviously um, it would be amazing to be able to reach those kind of people, but you're doing it directly yeah. um and i'm not sure if people are able to i'm saying do that on a on, no, on a on a scale no, like this so. no uh, absolutely and you know again i feel i'm very blessed to have mm. uh, the, the the direction of 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 travel for me over the years um has allowed me to be able to build and work with individuals in prison mm. and then around t- 2015 um i decided to to leave working directly in the prison because so let me just caveat this yeah, when you're yeah, working yeah. as a full-time member yeah. in prison you you are not allowed to interact with ex-prisoners that you have okay. yeah you're not allowed to build have relationships if you're still working in the prison on a full-time basis oh. for security reasons oh, okay, do you know okay, what i mean okay. you, you know it's 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 it can be a security yeah. issue but when I left, um, I, re- I reached um, a level of security clearance, which allows me to still go into prisons, mm. build relationships with guys, and when they come out into the community, mentor oh, them on the outside, oh, wow. which yeah, is what yeah. I do. And I, yeah. I do that in a number of prisons across uh, the southeast of England. And, yeah. and, and I think that's just a, a wonderful opportunity that I don't take for granted yeah you know um to be trusted in that way to be able to like on with Tuesday today on Thursday I'm in one prison this mm-hmm. week working with some guys on Friday I'm in another prison of mm-hmm. this week going to to do some work there and um it's a very very trusted um uh, it's a lot of trust put mm-hmm. in me to be able to go in first of all 
and be able to deliver what I'm delivering, but also to for the, the, the prison system to know that they don't need to worry about me violating the rules mm, because trusted. there are a lot of rules, you know, yeah, breaking the security and all of that. But when these guys come out now, I can continue the work, mm. uh, that transition from within jail onto the outside where even more support is needed because yeah. for many of these guys, they come out, landed back in the real world and there's no structure now. Mm. And for many of them, they need that person um, to help them stay focused, stay on track. Not necessarily for music, mm. but just in life in general, having someone call them and say, yeah, so what you, have you applied for that job? What are you doing? Are you, you going to college? Um, or you, you, you want to come to studio? Mm. And there's an organisation that allows, allows me to do that. I'm a freelancer mm. and the organisation is called HMDT Music. Mm. Um, and I, I am a freelancer under their banner. It's a charity which um, allows that bridge between the yeah. um, being in prison and working and, in the yeah. community. Yeah. Okay, cool. And so now you've just... I mean, what's some of the, what's some of the stories that you've been able to to see from yourself mm -hmm. of some of the people because obviously we i know some of the people um but like i don't know if you're comfortable sharing are you mm. good with sharing some of the stories that you've been able to see some of your client like clients or yeah. some of the people who've worked with you yeah so you out. mean on, on the outside yeah on yeah, the outside yeah, yeah. so from coming from in yeah. coming out and then what happened yes. there forward like what yeah. have you seen oh. been able to change yeah. i mean there's a number of uh, of individuals mm. that i've worked with on the inside who have come out and gone on to be successful mm. in the music industry in the UK. Yeah. Okay. I, I would rather not. You don't need to name, name names. Name no, names, no, no, no. You don't but, need to but name right names. now there are guys out there. Yeah. Blowing up right now. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm proud to to think that, um, some of the knowledge that I imparted and some of the relationship that I've built with mm. that individual or those individuals has probably helped them in some way. Mm. The reason why I can take pride in that is because they contact me. You. They shout me and say, oh, thank you so much. Yeah. And, or they, and they bring me and even they send me contracts. You know, I'm not a lawyer, but they, they, you know, they get a, a contract for a, a label or, or they, whatever, publishing, and mm. they send it to me and I'm like, ah, oh, man, I need you to look over this, you know, quick time. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm always yeah, 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 there. Yeah, yeah. They know I'm there. Yeah. And if they need me to come, check them for whatever. Yeah. And those are the kinds of relationships I, I'm about building. True you relationships, know? True relationships there, man. Because you're yeah. there in their, in, their, right. in their most difficult, challenging That's right. uh, area of their life, isn't it? Totally, man. And I, I just feel blessed that I was gi I've been given that opportunity mm. to, um, to be part of that. Many of the guys that I've interacted with over the years mm. in prison, mm. many of them have not had very positive male role models mm. in their lives, mm. okay? And guys who, uh, uh, and males who would invest in them and try to nurture, yeah. look, in, look, at, look at the individual, find, meet them where they are and kind of figure out where they want to go and actually genuinely try and help them on a personal yeah. level to help them to see um, uh, that, that reality come into being. Mm. And... I, you know, and that that's been my role, and I take a lot of pride in in, in being able to facilitate that. Whether or not the individual pursues it or, or not, not, yeah, yeah you know, yeah, that's yeah. up to them. But I'm I'm there, and you they know that exactly. Either way, isn't it? You know? Yeah, 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 for sure. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, and and that makes, I mean, in my opinion, and and a lot of other people's opinion, you you have become a very very valuable person, a very valuable asset to the lives of 
and stories of people who come from prison or come from difficult backgrounds and you become that figure that you're talking about that's missing. Yeah. Yeah. And now yeah, it's it's yeah. bigger than it's bigger than um this is my job. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. This oh, is yeah. my lifestyle oh, yeah. now. That that, yeah. that is a part of who you are. Totally. Yeah, totally. That's amazing. You know, like when you said at the start, yeah, who who am I? Yeah. You know, ultimately you know, I'm glad I've been given the opportunity to break down what that yeah. is, yeah, because because yeah, yeah, sure. although it starts, you know, music is at the basis of it. Music is is the is the conduit mm. through which the whole journey is is pushed. Yeah. But ultimately, is about relationships. Yeah, and it's about trust. Yeah. you know, and whether my mm. my student goes on to become one of my students, and uh, for example, he's gone on to my former students that I used to work with in, yeah. in prison. He's in banking now, okay. and um, one of the one of the greatest experiences I I can think back uh, I can remember was he was in my class um, in prison when he turned twenty one. Mm. And no one should be in prison wow, yeah. when they're 21 or 18. It's a big, yeah. lovely guy. I mean, a lot of these guys, they've done some stupidness, you know. I'm not talking about all of them are murderers, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, they yeah. just probably got done for, you know, it's not good. I'm not, not justifying their misdeed, mm. but probably um, they got done for possession of drugs or probably, you know, selling drugs or whatever. Mm. It's not good. It's not a good thing. It's a crime, yeah. Mm. But the crime is one thing and the individual, the person is something else. Okay, mm. so this individual, anyway, he he was in. I can't remember what he's there for, mm. and it was his birthday. Twenty one, come down. He come down to to my class. I found out he's twenty one, and he just looked so dejected, man. Mm. And I asked these guys, man, what's up with my man? And they said, yeah, he's twenty one today, and and you know he's obviously he's he's, he's really feeling it. So yeah, I, I had these students for the whole day, mm. and so I said, okay, cool. At lunchtime, I've gone out and I've made sure. And yeah, I've made sure I bought myself, mm. I should say, I bought myself some donuts yeah. just a, and a drink and whatnot. Yeah. yeah? yeah, yeah. I, I didn't buy it for the prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy it for the prisoners. Yeah, 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 yeah. I bought it for myself. Yeah, yeah? Yeah, cool. yeah, cool. And then I came back and when in the afternoon they came to the session mm-hmm. and I kind of said that, boom, who's, who's your, you know, I knew who his, his best friends were. Yeah. And I just kind of set up a little corner yeah. with a little table. Yeah. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and distributed. Just gave a couple donuts yeah. and a juice, you know. And I bought a card as well. Mm. I bought a card. This wasn't for myself. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. was for the, the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wrote a little twenty-one card, man. Wow. About, about a year, two years later, after he came out of jail, the man phoned me on his birthday. Brother phoned me on his birthday. Forgot about him. I mean, not forgot yeah, yeah, about not him, but that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Phoned me. Found my number. Phoned me wow. up. And said, bro, that was one of the most uh, most beautiful things anyone sort of ever had, has ever done for me, mm. bro. It's, it's deep. That is, yeah, deep, yeah, that's special. Deep, deep, deep. That's special. And when it comes like that, you're not looking for it. You're just kind of showing a little kindness because you think, well, you know, I've got children. Mm. Um, imagine how imagine that how, felt. Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. my son is in jail on twenty twenty one. Someone shows a bit of love. Yeah. Ah. And so yeah, man. I, I was walking. I was, I was walking. My tears coming out my eyes, talking yeah. to, to the brother. But this is the kind of impact one can have by just showing a bit of love. Mm. And I think I'm 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 blessed to have the opportunity, 100%. not because I want anything, mm-hmm. but because it can have a positive, positive impact. impact. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. that's an amazing story. <laughs> like even even just that is so you can just see how 
you even just your character being thinking of doing these small things which is, is you know it, we can say it's easy that oh yeah you should we should be like that but then how many people actually go out and do those things especially environments like yeah, that yeah. you could have easily been one of those people um in the, the prison thinking ah oh, whatever man you deserve to be in here and all these horrible thoughts but then you're coming from a whole not you're not you're not judging them for what they've done but you're looking into their future and how you can help and then you get blessed by by them reaching out to you incredible yeah Yeah. and listen man I'll tell you what we're going to take a two second break just to because I know that we're going to get into a bit of your music Mm. and we're going to play some of that right now if if that's all right with you oh yeah man let's get let's Um, get into it man and listen man I think, especially coming into where we're going now, I think your music speaks your story. Oh, oh good thanks. So good I thanks, think man. that's going to be good, good to listen to. So listen, we're going to go and check that out right now. Oh, so. So listen, yeah. there's so much amazing music. I'm going to get into a bit more about what you are doing and what's actually coming from you, mm. um, you know, in these um, next couple months or weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I want to kind of touch back quickly on, you know, the influence that you had on, on um, these people coming out from the prison systems and um, a little bit more about your education. You studied after you came, after the... Um, the business venture with yes. the studio. Yes. Um, why did you spend so much time in formal education? Being, not on top of that, yeah. being in such a difficult situation. Oh, man. Um, I realised for two two key reasons, two, mm. two key reasons. Firstly, I actually started to enjoy um, being back in study. And okay. here's another <laughs> fact. Mm. As a youngster... I seem to find academics very easy. I always mm. was top of class when I was when I was young. Mm. These are just facts, you know. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. I've been blessed like that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, academic things, I, um, just, uh, maths, whatever it was, yeah. I was just good at it. Mm. Um, and then, as always with many people like me, I became complacent, and I just mm. thought, okay, cool, I'm good at it, so I don't need to try. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course, the, the the story as it goes flopped. Yeah. Fell behind, yeah. But it doesn't. It didn't change the innate my innate ability, yeah. To 
to do well yeah. academically. So, of course, after a very long break from formal education, because I left uh, formal education when I was 18, 19, okay. something like that, and then mm. I jumped back on it in my mid-30s, mm. um, quickly um, got stuck in again, mm. and I was truly fully fully engaged in a subject that was all about me, yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. interested yeah, in, of music. Course, of course, of uh, course. The tech side mm. and um, the music side. Um, so, of course, like I said, I did the I did the two degrees. I then did uh, an introduction, um, introductory to to um, uh, teaching. Mm. I then went on to do a full qualification in teaching, mm. and then I went on and did a master's degree. Mm. So I spent a good number of years in learning really, consistently yeah, one yeah, after yeah, the yeah. next after the next really and it's like i said at the same time i'm still working um mm. um full-time part-time because i got the day release to go to to uni mm. um still got a family to look after still you know having to provide but i could see that it was enriching me as mm. an individual mm. i do remember one time one of, one of my good good friends at mm. work really really good friend he stopped me one day he goes D, why are you studying? Mm. He couldn't understand mm. why I would put myself through that. Why, you know, you're grown, you've got family, mm. you're working, you're earning money. Why mm. are you studying? And different things mean different things. Certain things mean different things to different people, people, you know? Yeah, and the value yeah. I saw mm. uh, from gaining that knowledge and gaining those qualifications for me mm. meant the world, mm. okay? Um, and prior to the pandemic, I'd actually um, uh, put in a, my proposal to do my PhD yeah. um, um, with um, the uh, West London University. Yeah. I went to the interview and whatnot, but then the panic, pandem pandemic came along Happened, and uh, yeah, yeah, everything's sure. on hold with that. But yeah, yeah. I've got a thirst for, for, for learning, for knowledge and for personal for education. Yeah. As, yeah. And what would you say to some of the people that may be in formal education that's not enjoying it or maybe i mean there's two different obviously kind of people there's people who excel because they um find formal education quite easy or mm -hmm. understandable and there's someone i would say like myself who um i'm not as into formal education in the sense that i found myself struggling for example tests mm -hmm. stuff like that i'm yeah. i'm not it's not my strong point yes um so what would you say you know what i'm saying like yeah to, i'd say Education is absolutely vital. Mm. Now, education can be formal mm. or informal. As long as you're learning, as long mm. as you're developing yourself mm. and investing in yourself, it could be in the classroom or it could just be you mm. picking up a manual and learning on your own. As long as you're advancing yourself and developing, mm. you're winning. I don't think Mark Zuckerberg finished his education. I don't believe... I mm. think I think guys like, um, I think, Bill Gates... <coughs> to drop yeah, out yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Steve Jobs as well dropouts drop you know some of the biggest most iconic individuals the mm. world has ever seen um, in terms of innovation yeah you know they they they, they followed the model of uh, the um, formal education route yeah because that's what you're encouraged to do but that doesn't mean that everyone has to has to yeah, you yeah know? of course so of course. The, the key is um, follow your passion mm. But but educate yourself 
by any means necessary, necessary. so you can succeed. So you can in succeed. That. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a that's a very good um point because even though I never um, enjoyed formal education in the sense that being in school studying stuff like that, mm. I still continued on to do. Um, external studies out of school whether that was um, becoming a coach in swimming or as a personal trainer um, all these different things Um, and yeah no absolutely I I agree Um, and I think that's gonna that's gonna help people because Mm. people going through that right now so it's a real thing and it's not something where you have to force one the other people I feel like there was a period of time where people felt oh um, I I'm it doesn't matter if I don't finish formal education because look at all the millionaires and they dropped out. (laughs) So I'll be all right and I'm just going to quit now. But that might not be the case. And on top of that, you could, your story could be different. Absolutely. And most likely is going to be different because it's not many, most people don't, you know what I'm saying, become those kind of people just from dropping out. It's they dropped out for a reason. For a reason. Not just because they didn't want to go to school. In fact, for, for many of those people, the formal education was holding them back. Yeah, exactly. It was holding them back. Exactly. Um, so if you find that uh, formal education is holding you back, mm, you need that's to reevaluate. A that's a key. That's a key. Well, you know, um, whether or not you should just get on with it. Yeah. You know, because yeah. another thing about formal education is, you know, once like Bill Gates, if he wants to go back and finish his degree, or, he can do. He can do. You know what I mean? <laughs> that you know? He ever did, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, just for pleasure. I don't know if he went back and did it anyway. He might, mm. might have just, you know, one weekend he yeah. smashed out a, a, a couple of degrees or 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 um, a PhD because yeah. you know those guys are, are really, really, really um, bright. Yeah. But um, but yeah, if you feel that something's holding you back um, from from achieving your goal, mm. go. You know. Just make a decision. Yeah. You know, go after your goal. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, absolutely. No, definitely. And so now you've come from the formal education and um, you've built yourself, you've built you've built a future from, yeah, from what you've done. Um, and you're happy, more than happy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. More than pleased oh, yeah. with, with where you are today. Absolutely. Um, and as we ended that story on your business venture with the studio, yes. Obviously, your music became less of a priority. But now, because I feel like you've invested that time in um, having that career, mm-hmm. helping people and loving what you do in your yep. music, you're still able to do your music. Yep. But now, your own music, uh-huh. how has that now come? Because now, obviously, we're seeing way more of that. Yes, yes, So yes. Where, talk to me a bit about that. Right, so again... Um, so Dr. Deuce. Dr. Deuce, right. Mm. So in fact, the name is actually Dr. Deuce. Where does it come from? Yeah. So uh, I had two good friends um, back in the day to jam with um, back in the day. Yeah. And we we were like a, a, a group of three, you know, yeah, to jam yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. And the first one, Rob, <laughs> he used to always call me Doc, Doctor, mm. um, because he kind of knew that I was, I was pretty... Um, I always like to do things quite precisely. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, I was yeah, quite, uh, Sometimes a bit annoyingly... Yeah. Overdid stuff, you know, just okay, to make sure okay, okay, things are on okay. point. Yeah, so yeah, he used yeah. to call me the doctor. Okay. And then George or G, he's the other guy now. So yeah. he, uh, um, we started writing together and mm. producing together. Um, he's a songwriter, singer songwriter. And um, he started calling me Deuce, mm. short for producer. Oh. That's where it comes from. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. So he called me Deuce. So, of course, we're together, so then doctor, <laughs> do, <laughs> that's do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so it, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I just took that on, and and um, you know, that, so that's in terms of the name. Mm. And over time, um, I found that 
um, because I have because the music comes to me so so mm. much, the whole production. I start. I'd made a decision. Well, you know, the the technology is there, mm. the infrastructure is there now to be able to release music independently compared to how it used to be back in the day when I was coming yeah. up. So why not? It's coming. From why there. not? So I started um, releasing under um, um, the production name um, Do- um, Dr. Deuce. Dr. Deuce yeah. um, the label's Deuce Beats. Okay. And, and yeah. And from there, we've got, we've got music flowing. And listen, flowing, man. Flowing, flowing. I might, I might have, well, I say for sure that your music has, your music has definitely influenced the way that, even I do music. Oh, and, wonderful. Um, definitely the way that I hear music. Yeah, yeah. Because you bring out what's going on in your head yeah yeah yeah, um as that once md into now the uh, music mentor into now well full fully doing your music production yeah you finally be able to to translate that and get that out absolutely my my family my my children are grown my youngest is 25 now so you know uh, i it creates a a lot more space Mm. for me to pursue the things that i'm passionate about and like i said the, the the infrastructure is there for me to be able to do it, do it yeah, you know, of um, and 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 have fun doing it, you know, it's yeah, an enjoy enjoyable it, yeah. experience, you know. And so yeah. and so, what's happening in terms? Before I ask you about mm. you know the next music, I wanted to ask you about just a general question mm. because from what I see, you've had a very successful journey. Yeah. But what do you define as success? Do you find yourself successful? Like, do you? How would you? Define it. It's a good, very, very good question. I love, I love that type of question mm. because you know traditionally, I think mm. for many people, when when we use the term success, it's mm. often related to achievement of accumulation of money yeah, or money, wealth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. and success mm. for me is not necessarily that. That's not necessarily the case. Mm. Um, success is whatever the person who is pursuing mm. the success, whatever Defines it means as, to them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So for me, uh, I think. I believe I'm successful. I know I'm successful mm. because I have raised a family. Mm. I'm still married. Mm. I have a lovely, fantastic relationship with my children. Mm. I have uh, my broad. I, I have a wonderful relationship with my broader family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm still um, in love with my God. Mm. You know, because and these are all things that could, if I had made different choices along the way, mm. it could have impacted all of the things I've just mentioned. Mentioned, yeah. You know? Uh, I could have chosen, me, I could have chosen to pursue excellence mm. and nothing but excellence as a, as, a, uh, as a session musician, which would have taken me all around the world mm. and I would have been able to accumulate probably wealth. But... You know, there's always a give and take. There's always mm. um, a, a sacrifice has to be made. And I was not prepared mm. to sacrifice the time spent with my family uh, in pursuit of that. Of that, yeah. And that's yeah. a personal thing. And this is not saying to anyone who is on that journey mm. that you shouldn't. Mm. No. Do whatever is your passion. Follow your passion. Mm. But always remember that there is um, a, a trade-off, you yeah. know. You can't have it all. You know, mm. so it's whatever is is most precious to you, mm. uh, and that for me, family was the priority. Yeah. So, so in terms of my success, I believe just the fact that I've got um, a successful relationship with the, my loved ones mm. and my God, that's that's, that's that is that's it. my yeah, success. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, man, that's amazing. Um, and I think I think that helps people to understand really what, um, you know, the, I think the way that they should perceive success. Yeah, I think, yeah, um, and, and not, not just allow society to, to di- dictate... To for them. Yeah, that yeah. success is to do with how much money you've accumulated. Yeah, 100%. You know? Not necessarily, and, yeah. And with that being said as well, your music is is a is a whole nother uh perspective because now um David Smart coming from the Caribbean, coming from St. Vincent, um completely different environment yeah. to Hackney. You've come up, you hated the piano at the time, learning it in the way that you were, mm. to then growing up, having a family, opening a studio that then wasn't successful mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. And now you've come to finally help people and you're here where you are and your music is telling a story um and what is that story that you're telling mm. is it your life is it your just de- generally what you love to do is it your passion or is there yeah is mm. there is there other things to it nice i like that i like that because when I I'm only saying that because when I listen to your music, yeah. it's deeper stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I respect for that, man. I love for mm. that. Um, I think in, in general, um, I go with whatever is flowing in me at the time. Mm. So if I sit down at the keyboard or pick up my bass or pick up the guitar or whatever, whatever flows through me at mm. that moment is what I capture and what I build on. Okay. And as yeah. you know yourself um about me that i don't believe in waste mm. i don't believe that we are given inspiration mm. to be wasted absolutely yeah? not. Yeah, yeah so i i i believe uh, you know i've got hundreds of songs that are unfinished yeah but i oh i never delete stuff never ever ever yeah. do i delete stuff now nah. because on that day when when i was inspired that mm. by that piece yeah that riff that chord progression on that day Maybe I couldn't finish it on that day and it was just a block. Maybe it was eight bars. Mm. But sometimes I go back a few months, even a year or so later, I listen to that like, boom, yeah, mm. got it. And now you're running with it, yeah. You know? yeah um, so, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's... And I like the way that you ask, you know, is it painting a, a picture of my story? Mm. And maybe it is. Mm. Maybe um, I'm, I'm, it's reflections of my story that's yeah. in the music okay. you know but it's not a conscious decision decision to do, to do it yeah. yeah and so what so what's happening now what's dr deuce um formulating now today obviously okay. Okay. i'm sure that people are wanting to hear what mm. is coming from this mastermind uh, <laughs> yeah. indeed indeed yeah, man yeah, i mean yeah. um and, and I, I like again i like the fact that you you, you in, you've used the term mastermind because um the whole mindset mm. which is what the whole this your channel is all about mindset is it's all about mindset it's all about you know for my age mm. many of my peers mm. have said nah man it's too late it's too late now it's no mm-hmm. point me doing this um you know pursuing doing music you know i'm too old it's for the youngsters whereas my mindset is different no mm. my mindset is i can i'm still capable mm. of making music and making music that i believe there is a listener there is an audience for, for yeah. you know and yeah. i'm not going to fool myself i know what sounds good and i know what doesn't <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah, i've been yeah, yeah. in this game long enough you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, and uh, but I, i'm also confident enough to be able to create uh, pieces of art and be confident enough to release it and if 10 people listen to it mm. and appreciate it that's cool if a thousand or ten thousand people listen mm. 
Either way, mm. I'm cool because um, I'm not doing it for that for, purpose. Nah, mm. it's not about that. It's my expression mm. of where I am at that moment in time. Mm. The facility is there for me yeah, to yeah, convert yeah, it into something real of and course. release it. And it's yeah. there for the world, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think some of the greatest um, composers, um, uh, artists, yeah. when they get into that zone historically of yeah. creating, I don't think, I don't believe many of them were like thinking, oh, how many of these am I going to sell? Yeah, yeah, no, not at all. No. It's about making the art the best version exactly. that can possibly be, yeah. And whatever um, happens with it, happens with happens it afterwards, with it. you yeah, know? Yeah. And um, so, so that's kind of how yeah. I, I view things. And where can they find you now? So, um, yeah. Inst- are you on social media? Or yeah, I'm, like on that? So- I'm on social media. Yeah. Um, I'm um, Instagram. Um, um, I, my main like so my main website mm. is is the musictechtraining.com. Mm. So if you were to go to musictechtraining.com, which is my yeah. um, music production yeah. um, um, website, you can get links. There's a link tree yeah. there to my Spotify, my Instagram, so all your music, all, my, all your social yeah. media. Yeah. And so music tech training, I know is a part, is a, is a combination of your coaching yep. skills yep. and your music production yep. of what you want to do. Yeah. Combined yep. into one, um, academy yep. of learning, of, um, of education and, totally. and amazing music. Oh, wonderful. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, a number of years ago, mm-hmm. I decided to set up um, a mm-hmm. music production academy, which was actually going to be a physical thing. Yeah. You know, um, but of course, over the years, um, I then it then transformed or evolved into a portal where I could impart knowledge through YouTube videos. Okay, so, so on YouTube now. Yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, saw. So, uh, over the years, I've built up a nice subscriber base, and I get uh, quite a, a decent amount of views. Mm. I, you know, I should be be investing more time in making mm, more videos. Mm, mm. Slow down a little bit of late, but mm-hmm. it's something I'm really passionate about. I'm releasing um, videos that provide solutions mm. to problems in Is music production. Do, yeah. That's 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 the 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 um, whole purpose of what I do it. Mm. And it also gives me an opportunity to keep my hand in it and then mm. it also forces me to write mm. because I, you know if I want to uh, show how to um, that the relationship between different chord progressions or different chords I need to actually come up with something mm. um, musical mm. and have so there's context mm. so then it will force me to to write a song mm. Which I don't waste. Yeah, of <laughs> course. Know? And of you co- keep that and then you release that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, so Music Tech Training, and, and um, since the pandemic, of course, Zoom has now allowed us to be able to teach remotely. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah And yeah. it's more an accepted format of teaching. So now yeah. through the website, um, people uh, contact me and I'm able to um, provide lessons, yeah. um, tuition, and even consultation Fantastic. where people might be having challenges um, on a one-to-one. Fantastic. Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah, there's so much that you've got your hands full right now. And I think yeah. the best part is seeing the two different versions of you, your mindset when you started at 28, mm-hmm. um, or maybe it was you know, already on the way, yeah, yeah. Um, and trying to make it work. To now seeing you today and it's working. It's working. Man. It's more than working. It's working. You know, <laughs> yeah. like just to kind of just put one thing that I missed out, which is important. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like when I was twenty eight and I yeah. was working and I opened the studio. Yeah. You know, it wasn't a complete flop, flop straight away. I was working with a couple guys. Uh, well, one guy in particular who was in with some um, with with a top production 
um, UK mm. production outfit. Mm. Um, and me and him were writing together and I got brought in mm. and I was able to be part of that big team. Mm. And they were producing top 10. These guys wow. were producing top 10 tracks, mm. you know, and I was in there and it kind of opened my eyes to um, mm. what... It helped me to to kind of work out whether or not I actually wanted it. To do, yeah, yeah, it gives you a, t- a little taste, doesn't it? Yeah, and I realised that I didn't want that. Mm. I didn't want that. Mm. Yeah, the demands, the the demands on 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 the individual, someone like me at mm. that point in time, and the sacrifices I would have had to have made. Yeah, I that wasn't he wasn't willing to. Wait. And you said something similar as well. Obviously, your priority is your family. That's right. And you wasn't willing to make that sacrifice no. to travel the world and no. make that happen. So yeah, because absolutely. that was the demand. Yeah, that was the demand. In yeah. specifically in relation to that that time. That, yeah. that time. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. yeah fantastic. Um, but listen, oh, yeah. Doctor Deuce, David Smart, the mentor, yeah. the coach. It has been. Um, a pleasure to being able to speak to you um, and you. finally for people to, to hear what you're doing um, and how you're changing people's lives every Wonderful. day Wonderful. you know it's all about mindset on this channel and and your mindset is a like it's 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 one of the best examples I think because you've been through the struggle you've been brought up in uh, a <laughs> difficult you know what I'm saying environment but you still made it more than work um, and you're in a very nice, wonderful place. Wonderful. Um, and what would you say, just to kind of wrap it up, mm. are some of the top things that helped you to sculpt your character? Maybe some habits mm. or something that you you know you do regularly, just so that people can I don't know to take away maybe they that they might start doing. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Daily habits or, or something like that that you would say helps you along that those years. Right. The, good question. Um, I think. Um, I think the first thing um, one might want to do is determine or establish what exactly mm. do you want to achieve? Mm. What is it? And then ask yourself, why? Mm. Because if you don't have the why, then the what doesn't matter. matter yeah. You know, because the why is the incentive. Mm. You know, why do I want to be a successful producer? Really ask, answer that. You, mm. If the what is a producer, well, why? Mm. Once you can answer the why, you will find a way to make, make it, happen, it happen. Yeah, because now you have an incentive. There's a reason. Mm. You know, like some people say, oh, "I want lots of money." Well, why do you want lots of money? Mm. You know, do so you, do you write things down as well? I used to, and that's one of my shortcomings. You know, mm. we all, we none of us are perfect. I know there are there are times when I go through um, periods of real being very disciplined and very, mm. you know, and writing, I to, uh, sometimes I write down my goals. I have like yeah. a, a book of my gold book and I write the same gold. Let's say I've got mm. 10 goals, write the same goal every single day and repeat it. Mm. And that goes into my psyche. And then all of a sudden you almost become like a robot. You naturally yeah, gravitate towards, gravitate towards those, those goals, you okay. know. Um, there's, a, there's a famous saying, um, which is, I am what I think about mm. all day. Mm. And it is true. Believe mm. me, if there's something that you're gonna take you want to take away from this this mm. episode, you are what you think about mm. all day long. Mm. You probably heard it before, but believe me, if you're in pursuit of a goal and you're not thinking about that goal, yeah. you're it's unlikely that you'll achieve it. On the flip side, if you consistently think about it mm. and you don't muddle it up with lots of other different goals, yeah. you will achieve it. Yeah. It's almost 
impossible not to. Two, yeah, it's a law. Yeah. It's a law. It's a, yeah, 100%. So you said, what do you want to do? What do you want Why to do? Why do you want to do it? Yes. So ask yourself these questions. Some of the habits were writing things down yes. repeatedly. That's right. And yeah. persistence is the final thing and I'd persistence. like to say. No matter what, because don't forget, mm. you've answered, you've figured out what it is. Mm. You've figured out why. Mm-hmm. So the next, the only other thing you've got to do is just be persistent. Persistent, No yeah. matter what happens, you're going to get knocked down. Yeah. yeah. Things are going to change. Uh, the landscape will change to, 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 to prevent you almost mm. from achieving your goal. But it doesn't change the what and the mm. why. That's it's still the same there. thing, yeah, yeah. So now you will find a way to make it, to happen. Make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And I think a lot of people as well, I think when I first heard um, why, um, sorry, when I first heard someone say, you know, things are going to happen and it's going to knock you down and things like this. I thought, um, oh, no, not, it's not going to happen to me because mm. um, I, I'm going to make sure I don't make the same mistakes. But I can definitely say, and obviously I don't what you yeah. think about it, that every single person is going to have their challenges. Oh, man. It, every, and it has to happen. It's not, oh, a, it's, not a, it's not a thing where we are lucky enough to not have challenges, everyone ha- will have the challenges because that is what makes your success, isn't it? It's so, so much sweeter. I mean, mm. I'll just throw a couple of challenges in there. Yeah, and you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, one of the thing, one of the challenges that have has been, it's almost like got my name written on it. <laughs> it's health problems. Health problems oh, that man. have ripped through my family, my immediate mm. family, and even myself. Um, where I damaged my spine about um, in 2015-16. I had to give up a load of things. I was almost going to be declared... uh, I was heading towards being paralysed, you know? Um, Even now I'm on medication, as you know. Mm. um, There's so... There are limitations to what I can do. Mm. For example, as you know, I can stand in one place for about a minute, two minutes Mm. until... I, I then begin, begin to experience chronic pain, mm. which means I must sit down. Mm. My, the dexterity I have in my hands in terms of playing the guitar, the mm. bass, that's gone now. Mm. Um, keyboards, all of those things, that, that, all of the things I used to be able yeah, to do yeah, 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 yeah. with ease, I can't, can't anymore yeah, yeah. because of the impact of the damage, the spine damage. Yeah. Now, that is a challenge. But... Does that change the, the what, what and, the and the why? They stay the same. Stays the same. Stay the same. So now I need to find another route yeah. to actually get to the destination. Yeah. Because the destination is still the same. Yeah, stays That's the same. It stays man. the same. So the destination stays the same regardless of the challenges, regardless of what you're what you're going through. And not that it doesn't matter, it certainly matters, but it shouldn't have an effect that will hinder you from achieving That's and right. reaching that destination. And that's where it comes back to the mindset, mindset isn't it? you know. Yeah. If you, if I was to allow, which I have done, yeah. don't get me wrong, man. You know, yeah. those challenges when those challenges come, it, they're, not, they're period, not temporary time yeah, when you're down. Man, yeah, you yeah. Knock you down. You mm. knock you down. And it, I, I think the, it, the measure of the person mm. is, first of all, that they do get back up, mm. and how quickly, and what it takes to to get them back up, mm. because. Uh, you can choose to say, that's it, I'm done. Yeah, You know, absolutely. I'm done. So you have to, yeah. But for me, thankfully, despite the challenges which you know all about yeah, over still, the years, you know, I still decide now. Still rose up and then let man. that fall, make you fall, didn't it? That's yeah. It. Abs- it. Well, I mean, listen, we couldn't have had a better 
discussion and you couldn't have explained it any better, man. Like, Wonderful. I think people seeing your journey from start, from the start, yeah. which many people don't know, mm, um, finally be able to put that out and get you guys to see the to the the full extent of what you've achieved and Wonderful. who you've helped and what you've done Wonderful. for your family. Um, and we just want to kind of close it out and say, listen, this is my mindset podcast. We go into the minds and stories of successful people. And today we've literally just done that. David Smart, where can we find you? Um, Dr. Deuce yeah. on the social media. Just give it to them one more time. We'll put okay. it on the screen as well. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, first of all, thank you so much for the opportunity. It's been an yeah, absolute sure. pleasure. Mm. Um, I love to be able to share mm. um, in whichever way I can. And mm. if, if anyone benefits from this, you know, it just makes makes me happy, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, by all means, the social media is there if, if I can help as well through my uh, links and whatnot. Mm -hmm. You know, shout me. I'm, I suppose where all of all of the links exist on um, musictechtraining.com. Mm. Uh, my social, my Instagram is at musictechtraining. Uh, my, uh, what else is there? Actually, my, I've got a... a, a a website for my um, music, like a music website. It's mm. called doosbeats.com, so you can also check that out. That will link you through to mm. my Spotify. Yeah. Um, and like you said, I've got some material coming out in about in about four four weeks or so. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's sure. going to be dropped We're on that soon. Amazing. Yeah, yeah and subscribe to um, Music Tech Training on YouTube as well. Oh, yeah, Smashed yeah. over 12,000 subscribers. Yeah, man. We're there, Obviously, man. one day we'll get there. Yeah. But yeah, um, and you've been grinding at that for, for yeah, a while. Man, and the content, yeah. I must say, has helped me personally as a producer um, and changed the game. So guys, subscribe um, to dr deuce to music tech training um listen to the music that he's got coming out he's got some serious fire as you've already heard um and Thank also you. come and visit my mindset man we've got so much more that we're going to be doing um, you're definitely going to see um david smart's face again yeah. um and all of the content that we provide to you is, is only for you to get better every single day that's the only reason why we're here and that's the only reason we're going to stay so we appreciate you thank you again for coming Pleasure. and listen guys um Keep pursuing your, keep your focus, keep your focus on what it is that you want to do and make sure that you know why. Make sure that your yeah. reasoning is your, is your driving factor yes. and that will get you there. And then the last thing, as he said, be persistent yeah. and nothing will ever stop you. So listen, guys, much love from the team. Yeah. Take care. Bless. <laughs>